This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, January 13th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. New crop breeding science, research dollars to benefit ranchers, and what's next for Build Back Better ag provisions. Well, new clues to DNA mutation could boost crop breeding. Plants have evolved to protect important genes from mutation. That, according to new research from UC Davis and the Max Planck Institute in Germany, we always thought of mutation as basically random across the genome, said lead author Gray Monroe, a UC Davis assistant professor of plant sciences. Turns out that mutation is very non-random, and it's non-random in a way that benefits the plant. It's a totally new way of thinking about mutation. With a better understanding of the forces driving natural selection, plant breeders will gain new insights into how genetic variation can improve crops. Research into rangeland climate resilience gets USDA funding. The U.S. Department of Agriculture is investing $9 million into its climate hubs and cooperative extension with $1.5 million slated for UC Davis research into climate smart agriculture. Super excited to kick off this new project, tweeted Leslie Roach, a UC Davis associate professor of rangeland management. Roche plans to focus on rangeland resilience with ranchers and land managers, including beginning and first-generation ranchers. That, according to UC Agriculture and Natural Resources, Tapan Pathak, a UC Merced specialist in climate adaptation for agriculture, to lead a project to deliver climate-smart practices to farmers and ranchers with student training at local colleges. DEMS I Climate Package President Biden's $1.7 billion Build Back Better bill is going nowhere on Capitol Hill. But Democrats are looking at pulling out the climate-smart ag provisions and clean energy incentives and moving those as a separate package. That's according to Senate Ag Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow of Michigan. As soon as Democrats finish dealing with a voting rights bill, quote, will be talking again about Build Back Better provisions that have the support of all of our caucus, and certainly one area is agriculture and forestry, Stabenow told AgriPulse. She acknowledged that Democrats will have to rework a tax incentive for electric vehicles that's targeted to U.S. manufactured cars and trucks. West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin, whose opposition to the larger Build Back Better bill has kept it bottled up in the Senate, has specifically raised concerns about the EV provision. The separate climate package would likely include a series of biofuel tax incentives that are in the Build Back Better bill, Stabenow said. Why it matters? Well, the climate provisions account for less than one-third of the overall Build Back Better bill, but are critical to President Biden's pledge to cut U.S. greenhouse gas emissions in half by 2030. Oh, and by the way, the Ag Committee uh, yesterday advanced the nomination of Shavonda Jacobs-Young to be USDA's Undersecretary for, for Research, Education, and Economics, and also Margot Schlager to be Assistant Secretary for Civil Rights. USTR sidesteps questions on trade packs. 
U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai was asked pointedly yesterday about the prospect that the U.S. negotiating a new trade deal with the U.K. and European Union, but she effectively sidestepped the questions during a webinar was hosted by the Institute of International and European Affairs in Dublin. We are approaching our conversations with the U.K. consistent with the overall approach we are taking to an administration, a focus on building back better, Ty said. As for the EU, quote, I never say never, Ty said. Still, she stressed that the agenda for the recently established U.S.-EU Trade Technology Council is, quote, very, very full. Ask about steps the U.S. has taken to enforce the U.S.-China Phase 1 trade deal. Tai said she wanted to, quote, respect the forum and offered to talk about China only, quote, through the lens of U.S.-EU cooperation and the TTC. Tractor and combine sales up sharply in 2021. Sales of tractors and combines in 2021 far outpaced 2020. Tractor sales were up only slightly in December from a year ago, but sales for the year increased 10.3% over 2020, that according to the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. Sales of self-propelled combines rose about 25% for the month, about the same as the increase for all of 2021. Sales of two-wheel drive tractors were up 24.1% last year, while sales of four-wheel drive tractors rose 18.3%. In all, a total of 317,897 tractors and 6,272 combine harvesters found new homes in the U.S. in 2021, according to AEM. USDA reports record production and yields across commodities in 2021. A flurry of Department of Agriculture reports yesterday showed bin-busting production of corn, sorghum, soybeans, and cotton took place last year, largely matching what traders were expecting to see. USDA's annual crop production summary reported record yields of corn and rice as well as the highest soybean production figures on record. That report, along with the department's January World Ag Supply and Demand Estimates, was released yesterday and fell largely in line with many trade expectations. Rice production took a 16% cut from 2020, totaled 192 million hundredweight in 2021. Area planted and harvested both dropped 17%, but average yield was a record 7,709 pounds per acre, up 90 pounds from 2020. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Food prices continued to rise in December. Overall inflation hit 7% for the year. Grocery prices rose again in December, but some easing in beef and pork prices helped keep the increase below what it had been the previous three months. That according to the latest Consumer Price Index. Both the overall CPI, which includes energy, housing, and transportation, and the cost of eating at home increased by half percent for December. The CPI is up 7% over the past 12 months, the largest amount in 40 years, while grocery prices increased 6.5% over the year. That according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, which compiles the monthly data on consumer costs. 
You can, again, read our full report at agripulse.com. Well, finally, here's today's She Said It. When we think about food security and climate resiliency, water will be a driving issue. That's CDFA Secretary Karen Ross outlining the importance of state investments in water conservation. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, January 13th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.